0: how are you? Welcome back to Fight League Atlantic Exposure. It's been a while, it's been a minute, as they say, episode 163. Here we are, sponsored by our good friends at Conway Customs. All those beautiful decals you see all over our mats, uh, our fantastic sponsors. Uh, Scott and his team have been always very generous and just great people uh, behind the scenes for us, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to do so. So check them out online, Conway Customs with a Z or Z if you're anywhere else, .ca let's bring it up right away. Folks. Uh, super excited to have this guy on. He's a great friend of the promotion, uh, a great guy, uh, inside and outside of the cage, a guy who's put in a hell of a lot of work, um, to get where he is today. Um, it's super impressive. It's very motivating and, uh, just an absolute wonderful guy to kind of have representing our brand and, and, uh, yeah so let's bring him on uh, right away mr rob logan he's a guy uh, he competed on the last card like i said one and one out of st john uh training at mxt under mr john kelly and team and uh like i said talented and all-around fantastic guy mr rob logan hey doing, brother? Are you? how are you sir great.
1: great brother good to see you
0: good man you too yeah yeah sorry <laughs> about the angle change <laughs> how's things man good brother you oh you know it's about uh the same like we chatted a little bit off the air um you know kind of it's you know it is what it is um i'm trying to get a little bit back into training myself but
1: how have you been good man good uh back to work back to training back to yeah. back to normal i guess Did you take any time off? a little bit i haven't been training as much as i normally would i took about a week without doing anything and then i've been just going every second day kind of a thing. I guess the way normal people would train a lot of the time, but yeah, just for me, it's every second day, kind of easy peasy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Heal up a little bit. That's impressive, man. You took a week off. Not only I'm, I'm impressed that you actually took a week off.
1: That's uh, a little impressive. It took, uh, it took some talking me into it. I, th- it, it. I think it might've actually been about three days. If we're being honest, the fight was on, <laughs> Saturday. Was Saturday on Tuesday, I think. So it was a week for me.
0: Well, it was a wonderful performance, man. Like, for anybody who hasn't checked out this uh, uh, last performance, Rob, Rob's competed in both FLA 1 and FLA 2, and good chance he'll compete in FLA 3 as well. So he's um, a guy who put on a hell of a performance, man, a, a really, really tough fight, fight of the night against Thomas Johnson. Uh, let's get right into it. What was your experience like uh, like leading up into this camp and,
1: and for this fight? pertaining to this fight in particular
0: yeah like i guess we'll go back a little bit and talk about like since like, i was going to con- i was thinking about you know the changes between the whole show in nova scotia moving over to new brunswick and how that would have impacted you it was, it was a really long training camp and and just a, a lot going on behind the scenes
1: it was really positive it turned out to be really positive it was one of those things i uh when I'd heard I got the message from you in the group chat that things were looking like they were going to get canceled in Nova Scotia, it crushed me. And, uh, within, you know, a couple of hours it started turning things around in my head and all of a sudden it was, how can I turn this into a couple more weeks of getting better? Cause we were ready to rock yeah. for Nova Scotia. And then when that fell out, it was like, well, let's get even better. And I feel like I did. I think there's, there was a, like I, I turned it up to 11 for that last couple of weeks of camp and I think it showed in the fight. So
0: nice. You know. Yeah, that that's actually a great answer because I think a lot of people felt the same way. You know, it was that initial disappointment, but at the end of the day, it's like, what can I do? Is is all if I have more time? That's not something that's going to hurt me.
1: It's only going to make me better, and and it certainly showed, man. I'll tell you though, I gotta get put it out there. That was the worst performance of my entire camp was the one I put on in that cage. I watched that fight a couple times, and I. I I held it together and i was throwing i was throwing good punches but man that's the worst i looked in in the last year and a half let me tell you man it won't look like that again next time i promise you, yeah. <laughs> you know what i was like i said to you a
0: couple days ago i was like what were you thinking and we'll talk about that too now because you know thomas came out he did a hell of a job he like man he was throwing a lot of punches you know hitting you a
1: lot you know, it was like fighting two guys i was saying the other night like it felt like i was fighting two dudes because it was there was just punches everywhere and I think leading up to this fight the whole idea in camp was uh don't worry about his hands too much worry about what he's doing with the takedown afterwards it was like because that was something i ran into with zach was he was throwing a couple punches and i'd worry about that and all of a sudden he'd he'd throw me into the cage and i was bounced off and i was really concerned with tom taking me to the ground i thought that was going to be his whole game plan and he'd come out rock me man so like as far as what was going through my mind in the first round don't know, bro. No idea. It it came together towards the end there. I it was a weird moment. Like he uh he clipped me once and I remember being like, Holy shit, I didn't expect that. And then all of a sudden, like it was just in the zone. Everything was I knew he hit me with something else, and I watched the fight afterwards and it was I think a lefty clipped me with. And there was something about his punches. I'd like even watching the fight now. I'm blocking and I'm moving and he was still hitting me. There was something about the timing of his punches that was I was having a really hard time with, especially in the first round. And the volume, man, like. Yeah, lots of volume. Oh, it was weird. Like it was almost, there was this moment I've told a couple people about where it was almost like I came to and it was like woo, the, the room came back into focus and I'm like, oh, this is like deja vu. And then I'm like, no, this is what you've been visualizing for the last X amount of months. Right. And then everything started to come back into play and. I started grinning at him and making him keep throwing because he he was slowing down a little bit with his punches. Mm-hmm. But as long as I kept giving him something to hit, he kept throwing at it. So I yeah. grinned and he popped me again. And I don't know, it all came together. But that was first round was—I uh, don't remember much about it, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's 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 again. I'm I'm not a guy that's
0: experienced that, but uh, I can only imagine. You know. Um, it's it's such that uh, that big adrenaline man, and then all of a sudden it's you're it's been a long layoff too, you know it's been a long time, you know jujitsu is one thing you're in the kumite, but now you're back in the cage and it's something that you've
1: been visualizing for so long, and then all of a sudden you're doing it. And so different, it's just like what what so different, and that was kind of the story of this camp was trying to remind myself of all the things that were stressing me out the first time, and then when it was over, I was like oh shit without. Well, didn't turn out to be that bad anyways it wasn't that much of a stressor and then this time all of a sudden I'm getting the same stress this time goes by and I had to remind myself like oh no last time it ended up not being a big deal and same thing getting in the cage it was the first couple seconds moving around it was like yeah. oh, fuck, this is weird and then all of a sudden once the punches started landing it was like well it's just a fight so let's do it hmm. yeah it's that's the thing man
0: was there anything that you really took from FLA 1 to FLA 2 you've been part of both promote like events Uh, is there anything that you've taken, like, uh, I guess between FLA one and FLA two, what's kind of the biggest change that you, you, you think you've made
1: training, made a lot just, I locked down on training a lot more. Like it was, if you looked at my last camp, like my camp camp for Zach, and then my camp for this, it's almost like I did two camps comparatively, like for as much time as I was in mxt for the first camp working striking grappling and everything else well now i was doing mxt and then i'd go to kick basics the studio that i'm running and i do my striking there and it was literally double the training time between from the one camp to the next and it was Mm -hmm. so huge because the first fight i learned a lot about how i guess energy uh energy usage i learned how to to that i needed to put out more energy at the time not do a 10 round fight because i'm only in there for three so i trained for a three round fight this time and i think like the third round really paid off i think in this one that line of training where it was just like just come out and blast because i have the energy and i know yeah. i could still do if you did 10 round mma fights i'd love to do one but it's <laughs> like i start warming up around the third round and that's when it was time to 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 put the pedal to the metal and it kind of worked. So very durable. That's the
0: thing, man. It, like that's where that conditioning comes, and that's what, man. I'm so impressed with you. Like I see that stuff so much of you. You putting in the hard work every day during this pandemic. I don't know how many days that you've actually missed. I Not swear. A lot. I, I don't I hate know. Rest
1: days. I hate them. I had. I discovered that there's something called active recovery, and that lets me trick everyone around me into thinking I'm doing rest days, but I'm doing like if I put a gi on it gets who's active recovery, not training or like, yeah, you know no. what I mean? So like, I hate rest days, man. I didn't take like, any time off is time. I, I could have been improving for FLA too. Yep.
0: That's how I look at it too. Like that, that's the thing. Every second you're not doing this, someone else, and, and you know, uh, some days I struggle with like, Oh, you don't have to be the best. And not like I often, like when I started promoting events and stuff, uh I always looked at other people, like other events, and I was like, oh, you know like uh other events around the world and, and how can I be better than them and now it's like it's changed, man with John and, and we've just you're there of- though,
1: so it's easy to say like you're already in my opinion, like the production value and everything I've heard from other people about the show, you guys are already right Thank there you, man.
0: Yeah. And that's the way we think of it too, but it's like getting better. We want to keep getting better, like instant replay. We've added that. So next all of our events moving forward will have instant replay and it's same as you, right? Like as a fighter, you want to add things to the toolbox and and get better. And, and uh, yeah, so focusing on yourself is a big thing, man. And I thought that was the biggest, one of my, it was motivating for me because you know, seeing people out there training, uh, you know, being positive and being in the community, Putting out social like positive posts, man. That's such a big part of this thing,
1: man. I've heard it from a lot of, uh, I'm not saying you're part of this group, but I've heard it from a lot of older guys where it's like you're out there doing it to show the rest of us that you can still show up at the gym and put the work in and now you can go out there and tune a fellow on TV if you feel like it. But it's it's there if you want it, man. And that's my message for anybody who's interested at all is if you want to go put the time in at the gym, you'll find the time to do it. And then, if you want to do better, you'll do better every time you show up. And it's the more work you put in, the better you get at the end of the day. And there's no way around it. Like, there's no real cheat code for that process. Like, there's people that are naturally really talented, but even if they put the time in, the growth is exponential. It's like you get what you put in.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. You, You see these people now that are, uh, like, that's what I love about it, man. Like, uh, again, I'm like a little bit of an older guy, but you look at people, like, uh, for me, myself, I've gotten by a lot my kind of jujitsu, based on being athletic. You know, I'm not the smartest guy, and I never put a lot of my mind into the sport. I just go out there for a release more so and to enjoy it. And and when you can, you get people who are super smart and have game plans and then athletic,
1: like we say reminds all the time, me time. Uh, reminds me of skateboarding back in the day. Like, in the 90s, if you could do five tricks, you were a pretty impressive, fella. And then all of a sudden, there was these like ten-year-olds come along that were fucking grinding and doing Tony Hawk stuff that you'd never seen before. And it was like, all right, well, I guess we're done. We're not skaters anymore. This is where the game is now. And I see it with the kids coming up now, training with jujitsu, like jujitsu now more especially than anything. But uh, with MMA too. Like, I mean, you got kids like. Aaron Van Tassel coming up. That guy lives and breathes yeah. training. That's all he wants to do. And just knowing that there's guys out there coming up, like imagine where the game's going to be. And that's oh. that's going to be it. the new metric that for everyone. If you want to compete, like because I was saying that the other day. Ten years ago, you could just show up and go, "Yeah, I want to fight a guy," and they somebody give you a fight and you could fight yeah. that guy. Yeah. But Those now it's, you have to prove that you can fight. Ten yeah. years from now, it's going to be like, can you? Are you an elite? athlete in the first place because you're not going to be able to hang with the with the kids if you're not yeah the
0: basic people that are like you that's the thing like one thing i look at that is that like that our last card was an all amateur card like the level of the like the that card was really really high for a lot of people making their first walk to the cage like it's it's really crazy when you think about that a lot of these fights and a lot of other cards that i've seen in the past and you know they're, they're not that There's high guys with
1: three times the fights that come in and put on a bum show and mm-hmm. that's we've both seen that. Yeah. And to watch a kid come in first time, 18, 19, 20 years old, yeah, and look impressive. like somebody that belongs in the cage, that's impressive. That's oh, up in growth for sure. Like yeah. and it's you guys help with that too because you're filtering out a lot of the bullshit. Like you guys won't let Joe Jabroni walk up and be like, Oh, hey, yeah, I got in a bar fight one time and it was pretty cool. Can I do this? You're like, no, Get no a lot you're of those great. messages. Get a lot of I those get them, messages. I send them through you now. When people hit me up, I'm like talk to Cat. He'll set it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, man. Those
0: uh it's funny. I don't I don't know how we don't respond to them a lot now. It's like just kinda go register and that's it. Um it's like an automatic thing, but I, I don't know. It just we used to get them a lot. It, it's kind of weaned off a little bit in the past. But thank you, man. I think that's important as a promotion. I think that's super important. If you want to grow the sport in the right way, you have to have everything. Not only your like we have this. Oh, say our production's nice, and then you have this bunch of like no. There's all these shitty fights. No, that's not the whole point. If, if the promotion's nice, the fight should be good. Like everything should be on par, and everybody grows together. And that's the whole idea of like for me. I look at like the footage alone. I'm like for an athlete to have that footage moving forward that's the idea and like you and i've spoke about it before about signing fighters and stuff and and we will eventually get to that point like you're a guy certainly we would love to sign um and we'll we'll get to, hopefully we can get to that point very soon but um you know we're just getting to that level and uh you know I'm we've done two to <laughs> yeah well when that's i appreciate your loyalty man and, and but i i also do understand for athletes that do need to go other places and make you know, try to make a a living out of this and eventually get where they need to be in the sport. And we're here to help in whatever way we can, you know, whether people want to stay locally and fight a couple, they want to go to the UFC, whatever way they can do it, man. So, um, yeah. So how's life outside, man? Everything's good work.
1: Right back to normal brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm eating a lot of food that I shouldn't be. And nice put myself in a lot of situations at work that I'm sure my coaches would appreciate. I didn't
0: <laughs> just read back to my <laughs> living brother. That's
1: it. like Paying nice.
0: the bills and getting through, yeah, man. I hear you, man. That's a, there's a lot of people. That's how I love seeing right away on like on Sunday and Monday, some people after the fight, they're right back to training. And it's like, I'm on my way home Sunday afternoon. When people that fought are back to training. And I'm like, what the fuck? This it's, it's amazing to see, man. So let's, I want to uh, walk through, uh, Let's let's watch uh, some of the fight here, if that's cool with you. Um, yeah. Yep. Let's uh, see what, see if I can figure this out. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Oh. Yeah, you might disappear for a sec. Are you there? <coughs> Are you there, buddy?
1: No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. All right. All right finally found
0: a home in FLA. Oh, I lost your face. Mm.
1: Interesting walkout.
0: I'm not sure why I lost your face, but we'll we'll keep your audio. How's that? Works great. I'll I'll get you to talk through it.
1: Yeah, there's a group of fellas that you can see the lady here checking them out here. They were being spicy, man. My buddy, you can see one of my uh, logo shirts there. Corey Pikey came over and was telling him, by you get in the ring. We'll see how chirpy you are, but. <laughs> I love Almost that guy. Old, old Corey Forsyth, great guy. Oh, dude, one of the most loyal dudes you'll ever meet in your life. One of the one of the best parts of the whole fight game was meeting that
0: guy. Oh, there you What, you giving them the finger, were you?
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I wanted to get in on it a little bit. Let them know how I felt.
0: <laughs> All right, let's
1: then it was awkward because it made me come back, stand here again for a minute. And I was like, oh, that's well, not the walk-off. I want it there.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how, you know, like we, we I will say, man, the New Brunswick Commission was amazing to, to work with. Like, really, really great. Um, and it's funny how, like, you have everything planned, like, to a T. And, and it, like, yeah, as a fighter, I'm sure, like, in your mind, you do a walkout and you think about it and it's planned out so many times. And then little things like that happen, you know. Like, the adjustments are hard.
1: Well, I got caught up. I was reading a thing here trying to figure out what's wrong with my camera. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. I can try to switch it off if you want. Oh, no. No, no. It's all good. If if you don't mind just audio, I'm fine. I was just making sure it wasn't on my end.
0: No, I think it's on this end, truthfully.
1: So I'll, let me go. I'll skip forward here to this. Yeah, nothing but respect for Tom. That guy's a, that guy's a warrior, man. He oh, brought man. Especially with the hands, I didn't expect that from him. Yeah, it was uh, it was a hell
0: of a fight, man. I was like, I, I there wasn't very many fights I was actually sitting uh, cage side for, but this was one,
1: <laughs> and I was quite impressed. See at this point, everything was still according to plan. Keep my distance, see where his striking range was, and then I think somewhere. Okay, so here when he blasts in on the takedown, I was expecting a lot more of a takedown from the, from him than we got here, so I was kind of Good pumped defense. about that. Well, I've been working takedown defense and defensive jiu was a big focus of the camp. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, like right away early in the fight. Well, that, so far, everything played out the way we thought it would, and this was kind of what I think lowered my hands a bit when we got back together to throwing hands again, was I was like, okay, yep, yeah, exactly what I thought. All he wants to do is push me against the cage, take me to the ground. I can handle that and then and then bro and then right around here he catches me looking there's there <laughs> yeah that one two three and then everything after that was uh i don't really remember this stuff happening in the fight until a little ways later Really? That left, I remember that one wow Yeah. The crowd was going nuts. It was, that's all training right there. That's my, that's my boxing coach telling me to keep my hands up.
0: Yeah. Like you are saying, you're blocking.
1: As soon as you see me grin, that's when I came to, and then he swatted me for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The volume. Yeah, man, he was coming at you with a lot of volume, but you were definitely thrown back, man. That left hook of yours is beautiful. I like that.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah. We were working on that a lot. And, uh, Kind of an inside, uh, I wouldn't even mention this fight lost, but about a week before the fight, I hyperextended my right elbow pretty bad, throwing a punch. So I was having a hard time throwing anything that wasn't a straight right, basically. So I was relying on that left hook a little more than I normally would have. But yeah, anything I threw with the bent elbow was killing me.
0: Oh, geez. As Presley said. Hell of a fight,
1: man. Oh man, nothing but respect for him, man. Yeah, I was—I asked Thomas to come on
0: tonight, so he's going to come on uh, Sunday, I think. So, yeah, it's—he's uh, another guy, you know. I, I have so much respect for Thomas. He's just a wonderful guy, and it was a great fight, man. Like, he's just another really good family guy and a great leader.
1: Oh, see, I would forgotten the first time around that this had even happened. And I think I'd even argued with you on a podcast at one point that he didn't get me to the ground. But he did get me down, but I got right back up. This was another part of the camp that we'd been working quite a bit. Was get a hold of that hand, spin around, right back up.
0: Definitely was.
1: Then he really wanted my stool. (laughs) He really wanted to sit in my stool instead of his own. Power move.
0: What's Mr. Kelly saying to you?
1: Uh, you just lost that round 10 to 8. Uh, Mike's like, dude, you got to circle off the cage, bro. You got to circle off the cage. Might have been some other words that I can't repeat in there, but circle off the cage was a big part. And uh, John just straight up let me know straight up, you lost that one. Let's circle off, start moving, start throwing combinations. Good
0: advice. That's
1: what I needed to hear, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, the doctor was
1: sure something was wrong.
0: Well, I'll tell you, man. Like the the you did yourself a lot of favors with the commission because they were super impressed, beyond impressed. I've heard Good. it like three or four times now. So yeah. I'm just
1: watching the fight back. I'm glad I threw as many as I did back just to let them know that I was still in it.
0: That was great right off the hop. You guys started exactly where you finished off.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's I could feel the pace changing towards the end of the first round. And I wanted to get right back into that situation. Like I wanted him throwing those punches at me the whole time. Cause it was, I started noticing that I was catching them when he was throwing, there was like a half second. If I get ready for him throwing, I could hook it. Yeah. Boom like that one. And it's, I started seeing the openings and things that left hook started hitting. Yeah. That
0: there, that left hook right there was beautiful. Yeah. Oh.
1: but i didn't want to leave the cage because it was i wasn't sure how much the cage had kept me from getting taken down in the first round and i felt really comfortable there's a couple times you can see i'll even start following or chasing him with combos and then back right back to the cage till i get my foot back in that spot because i really didn't want him taking me down
0: <laughs> exact opposite what mike was telling you
1: oh 100 percent no they were pissed it was I wanted to keep my back I, I had a bad habit of doing that in camp too. When I get into a weird situation, I'll just kind of put my back to the cage and I feel like yeah. I don't know. It's my happy place. Well,
0: that's it. There's some there's some people are like that. And you you have great takedown defense right away. Was there a point in the fight at all like you could feel his power change? Or not? Uh, was his power the same all the way through? Look like he he didn't slow down like a little bit, but man, I was I was really impressed with the cardio of this fight.
1: At the end of the first round, I could feel him starting to change a bit. And then th- all through this second round, like he was dangerous the whole time, but my comfort level and eating those shots to trade started going up. Like there, there was no more rocking me after that first round.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's usually
1: the way. Eh? Well, man, he, I'm pretty sure, man, I bet that he thought he was putting me out about halfway through that first round. Cause he's, he bet the farm on it. Yeah. It was a, it was a hell of a, hell of a start to the fight, man. Like,
0: I'm interested to see what, uh, like, there's a lot of really good heavyweights and light heavyweights coming up, too, which is great. Uh, there's a there's a ton of athletes really out there for every bracket and every division, really. So um, John and I actually spoke today about it, and we will make an announcement here soon. But March 5th is, is the date for FLA 3, and then we'll go to FLA 4 uh, right away at April 30th. We're going to try to bang out events every six weeks to two months now as, as quick as we can everybody active good finish to the round here
1: well that's at this point i knew it was going my way were
0: you guys talking the whole time
1: yeah off and on. I don't know if I ever really shut up, to be
0: honest.
1: <laughs> I, I don't keep track. At one point, I gave him shit for punching me in the back of the head. He apologized immediately. He was the nicest dude I ever fought. Oh, man. He's a sweetheart of a person, man. He's,
0: that's the thing. Both of you guys, I like... You know, and, and some people, we hear people all the time, like, not all the time, but randomly people tell us, like, oh, you guys gotta get more drama, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, man. Like... I don't know. I like pers- like fights like this with ultimate respect. I am a big fan of this. Look at this. Look at these two guys go at it. Just man. So what are you thinking here, Rob?
1: Uh, I wanted to kill him. Great <laughs> wanted one kill him. This was it. I uh, somebody said I he smelled blood and I did. Man, like this was I was amped up. He hit me enough to piss me off. I was feeling in the zone and I just wanted that finish.
0: Did you see anything or?
1: Uh, the right hand, I saw that it, his hands were dropping enough that I knew the right hand was hitting. And it was a matter of, see there, I'm I'm trying to load up on it, and he ducked in on me too quick. And as soon as we break off this, I clipped him with it again. I saw the right hand coming. and uh, It was cool, too, because we've visualized that entire camp. Me rocking him, pushing him against the cage, picking my shots and finishing him like that. Just exactly the way this worked out. Oh. except without a head kick in my in the game plan there was a head kick in there too and I think I need Barry in the lag when he came in to stop it but, and then I told those guys to fuck off so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you need Barry in the lag did you? Oh.
1: yeah right at the end here you can see when, when Barry jumps in I give him a whack and he stumbles a bit there
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: and the crowd goes wild like oh, this part of that part of the crowd was bummed.
0: <laughs> and Rob's, where are you at, man? I lose
1: you. I don't know. Do you want me to try and unplug my camera and plug it back in?
0: Yeah, I'll remove you, and yeah, just click the link again, buddy. So yeah, we got Rob Logan on here uh, from Fight League Atlantic uh, Light Heavyweight, uh, coming off a really, really great fight at Fight League Atlantic Two. Uh, talking about that, just watch the fight with him. And, uh, yeah, kind of discussing a couple little things and, and moving forward towards Fight League Atlantic 3. So we'll see who we can get him in there. He's a guy that, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously exciting. He that work, He works very hard. He promotes very well. Uh, all things that we, you know, we, we like to see other people. And uh, most importantly, he's just a great person all around. So uh, hopefully we can get him back on here. Our apologies. We're having a little issues technically with uh Rob's camera. That's it, Mr. Grant. Uh everybody go out and check out uh Art of Savage, I believe it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh Ryan, but I think it's uh, Art of Savagery. There he is, Rob. So yeah, thanks for joining us, Rob. Sorry we had a little technical issues there, buddy. I,
1: I think it was on my end I had to switch to the to the stock camera, so it looks a little poopier now.
0: But oh that's okay. No worries. I gotta work it's
1: in anyway. I look prettier the fuzzier the picture anyway
0: <laughs> yes sorry ryan I, I cut you off there buddy ryan uh art of savagery give him a follow folks on uh on social media ryan's doing good things taking over from my good buddy dan vanderlands with technacity and uh it's a good super, training partner too it, that's it he trains in mxt with you too and uh it's very important uh that you support local as much as you can you know get out there and buy your christmas presents from people like that and uh, you know local people who are trying to do well so art of savagery check them out online instagram
1: great people. good brand
0: yeah. yeah you know you know that's it And it's there's going to be more to come from him and, and other people locally it's good so um a couple more questions for you rob um for you what i always you know what's the why like what is the why for you in all of this
1: i heard one um I didn't want to be the guy telling stories about what he could have done. I guess would be the biggest one. I wanted to see what I could do. And I've been fighting for years in places I probably shouldn't. And it was just time. It was, uh, I got the family that supports me. I had some extra time. I wanted to get back in shape and it was like, well, let's just see what happens. Let's get in there and see what we can do. And I had a good feel. So that, that fella you saw in the ring the other night, I knew that guy was around the whole time. And it was just yep. finally I get out there and put it out there kind of a thing. And I got a few years. I wanna I wanna see how far I can rock it, kind of a thing. I know I'm not gonna be the best in the world, but I want to see just how good I can be with the time that I have, kind of a thing.
0: And that's the coolest thing about this, man. And I I believe we spoke about this before, but I don't know if it's John Kelly or Judo. One of the two reached out on your behalf earlier and was vouching for you saying I, I think it was uh,
1: judo originally
0: it may have been judo yeah talking about this you know this guy is somebody you want in there you know he can fight and a good guy kind of thing so it's you know that's really and and then from there you 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 again I I talk about it all the time promoting well um you know at this level especially it's the, oh nice that dog
1: <laughs> yeah, Dan he wants to be part of him Nice. Oh, so, so if he sees you, he's gonna barrack and lose this. He's okay. It, Doug, so.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, like promoting well. Like, and I always say it's not the athlete's job at all. It, like to to promote the events, but it is. Uh, I think it know, is in a way. You know, like it, we all are in it together, and I think it's the mo- the more people that promote it, the more uh the, the more eyes on it. It's better for everybody. And
1: and uh, you do it well, man. The best way to do it. I mean, everybody's kind of. Obviously responsible for their own shit. But if you want to do it without looking like a douchebag, I have to rep you and then you rep me. And then that's how we both end up looking cool. Like if you come out and you're like, I'm the best promotion on earth and I have, yeah, here's a guy that fights for me. People aren't going to respect that. Like no matter how good of a show you put on. And if I come out and I'm like, I'm the best fighter that's ever existed, but here's this bum promotion that I'm with, which I'm not saying people specifically say that, but they'll dismiss the promotions that they're fighting for. And it, it stops both parties from advancing. You need, I need to push the brand in order for the brand to be able to push me. And that's, uh, otherwise I'm a guy with an Instagram account and you're a guy with a cage with some cameras, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) We got to be together on the whole thing.
0: Yeah. It's so true, man. It's like a, a working circle of support is so important And that's exactly right like without working together you're right like we have a cage and some cameras and and maybe a weird porno like
1: uh, you know <laughs> there is basis for that there's money yeah. in that business yeah, i don't want to know what you guys do with that shit when we're not <laughs> yeah. around. or at least there's a new canvas or something but clean, <laughs> up, clean up clean up the cage and we're good to go
0: <laughs> no it's true man it's it's a it's a really massive thing and you do it again like i've said that to you uh many, many times, uh, it's super important. Um, and, and it goes a long way for, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, we pick and choose people to fight based on that. But, uh, you know, based on your skill level, your attitude, your social media, you know, how you, how you interact and in, in how you fight is a big part of, you know, who fights for us. It's a, it's it's a, a massive part.
1: It's a visual medium. What do you bring into the table kind of thing? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, We're asking people, give me, you know, 30, 40 bucks. You sit here and watch this for a couple hours and now it's on us. What are we, what are we showing you? Am I some guy who just got off the coach looking like a milk bag that doesn't know what he's doing and ruining the show for everybody? Or am I going to put on a bit of a show? You know what I mean? And that's one thing I know for a fact is when you put me on a show, people are going to be happy with the, with the money that they spent for the ticket. Mm -hmm. That's just fact. Like at the end of the day, you could line up stankers all day long. And if I'm on that fight, people feel like they got their money's worth kind of a thing. And that's my job as far as I'm concerned. Like when I sign on that dotted line, yeah, I want to fight this guy. As far as I'm concerned, I'm selling I'm that whole show hinges on me. I know it Mm -hmm. doesn't, but at the end of the day, that's my attitude moving forward.
0: Hey, man, you're moving yourself into highlight reel. You know, that's the thing. Like the people like that's what I wanted. That's who gets promoted, right? Like, exactly. Like you, the, the thing is, like our footage is just going to keep getting better and better. And like, we're very close to having that nice slow-mo footage that everybody else has Like for the, you know, for those knockouts and that kind of stuff. So, man, it's. You're you're doing an incredible job, and you should hold your head incredibly high. I said,
1: leading into this, I want to highlight real finish. It's not necessarily a win. A win's great, but it's not going to push me the way a highlight real fight will. And I didn't expect this from Tom, to be honest. I thought, and I'm sure my attitude's a big part of it, but I thought I was going to come out and maul this dude. The way I've been working and the shit I've been working on, I thought this was going to be like, put the slow-mo on, watch me work for a couple seconds, come save this guy before it's too late kind of thing. And instead he gave me a war and I'm pumped about that. That made me happier than anything because Great it was, experience. I wanted a war going into the fight game, not necessarily going into this fight, but it was like, can I do one of those? Can I get my you face managed up? And, oh, by this one though, this one counted. Like I felt like a punching bag, like right around here for a couple of days afterwards. I was a little tender and uh Watching the fight back, and even at times where, like I say, I can't even really remember what was going on in the fight, throwing those punches and seeing how crisp they were and putting out the moves that uh, me and Mike Melvin were working on or doing the the stand-up defense that me and Somerville were working on or listening to instruction from John Kelly when I couldn't even listen to my own thoughts kind of a thing. Like, that was... Yeah, growth. Awesome. Coming out the other end of that, that was a pressure test for sure. I feel bad for anybody who's next, man. I don't know what else, like somebody's going to come out and try and submit me. And that's all they can do now. Cause they know they're not going to knock me out. They know they're not going to wear me out. Somebody's going to try and submit me. And then they're going to find out like my jujitsu defense is a lot higher than my belt would let you believe man. And I'll still knock you out when you're done twisting on me, man. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it. Like we got to we'll figure stand it out. At the, end of the, with the next round we'll stand up. And what I did, in that third round, that's what people can expect every time I step in that cage. So,
0: we well, so uh, I, I hope uh, yourself and Mr. Kelly and, and your team uh, can chat and figure something out because uh, we'll be looking to chat with you guys probably in the next couple of weeks uh, to figure out a fight for March. So, uh,
1: man, I heard uh, Noseworthy called me out. Somebody said that in the ring. He said, Yeah, i will fight Rob Logan and light heavyweight for a belt. Oh, he
0: well, I think he said that you went in the no, he told me that you went in the dressing room asking to fight him as, like, no. in a nice way, like, respectful way. Like, you no. and I next or something.
1: Uh, I watched it back, and Craig Ferguson mentioned uh, Rob said he was looking for a belt. What do you think of that? And he goes, yeah, I'll go to light heavyweight, and I'll fight him for a belt. That's what I heard. I, I will fight him 100%. Now, he, I thought he said my name first, but it got me interested. At first, he wasn't even on my radar. Now I want to fight that dude. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. He's a 205 or anyway. He weighed he, in at 207. Yeah. But you put weight on quite a bit of weight. He weight. could also be going pro too, which would make sense because he's the most pro amateur I've probably ever run into. But
0: he does want to go pro. Uh he said he would go either you'd go pro or or defend that same belt, but that like that doesn't make sense either because he wants to drop weight. So yeah, it's it's definitely a discussion, man, that we can we can certainly have
1: for sure. Anybody that moves me upward, like right now I have a good energy coming out of that fight. I want to take whatever fight's going to keep me moving up the ranks. Like right now I have a goal in mind to be the number one light heavyweight amateur in Canada by the end of 2022. I think I have the means to get there and I want a belt. So anything that'll keep me in that direction. I mean,
0: I don't want
1: want boring ones. You're, you're
0: definitely at the top of that pack, you know, very close, if not the top of that pack on the East coast for sure. So, um, yeah uh there's lots of fights out there man so i think there's a couple that definitely do make sense we spoke about a couple already and uh you know whatever you think and we can work it out and we want to keep you guys like you and, and other people other girls like there are people we want to keep busy and we as a as a brand want to stay busy where uh we haven't kind of we're, we're working on different things a different uh that we're going to kind of go forward with a, a different uh, i don't want to say a different model but a, a little bit of a different thing Um, kind of a different focus and and try to really try to get as many events out as we can. If we can do six events a year, five events, six events a year would be great. MMA events every two months, every six weeks to two months. Like that's the, that's the thing. Then people like you can have three, four fights, boom, have a belt. Yeah. Like, and then you can have a belt. And, and I'm like, we're big believers that like, you know, we, like, I understand. We're not here to compete with the UFC. We're not here to compete with, we're here to compete with the best that we can be. Uh, within the financial uh, limits that we want to do on our, on ourselves,
1: John and I. And, not everybody starts off in the UFC, though. So, exactly. like, you know, like, where I'm sitting at, I'm not going to hit the UFC. I think I'm past their age limit already. Dana White has, like, a 36-year-old, I don't like anything past their kind of limit. Whatever, bro. I'm not going to go there. I want to see how far I can go within my own kind of sphere. Yeah. But look at the kids coming onto the scene that need a place to get their 1st five, ten mm-hmm. fights. Why not FLA? Exactly. And it's you guys are putting on the type of show that everybody in the world can watch. It's not like you have to search and dig and sort through all this crap to find the FLA show. It's out there. Like you guys put the brand out. People are paying attention to the brand already. We're getting coverage for our fights and stuff that yeah. I don't think people in the Maritimes could have counted on getting before you guys came along personally. So it's, I think you guys are given an outlet for kids. that are going to, shoot to get to the UFC like you guys are building yep. the building the record for those guys kind of a thing
0: yeah that's exactly in the but whether whether it's pers- a person like you who wants to follow his dreams and become the light heavyweight champion FLA for the next four years or it's someone like Aaron or or Harnish or, or whoever it happens to be that wants to go to the UFC. Right. And that's, that's the beauty of this platform, man. And like, I say it all the time, like I'm from butt fuck nowhere, Picto, Nova Scotia, like my little hometown, you know, you're from and We're in this little corner of the world. Like, and we're so lucky to have this community. It's a massive community out here and we're all a bunch of weirdos who love this sport. And we We can make a
1: worldwide noise though, bro.
0: Oh, no question, man. Like there's no reason why it, it can't make you know, like there's no reason why Nova Scotia is any different than like you look at the Daisy Fresh or any of these people. Like it's,
1: we have the talent. It's a it's yeah. there's no question about having the talent. Now we have the outlet. Like there's there's always been a couple of promotions on the go, and I'm not gonna slam other promotions or anything like that. but I think FLA is obviously a path towards a career in fighting if somebody's interested in it. Like right now I have a highlight reel. And a fight that everybody can watch. There's no pay gate on my footage. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can show that to anybody who wants to see it, and it's building a resume. I don't even walk in the cage anymore without walking out. Like, I feel I was, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about uh, payment and how they were just like, well, how do you do it without getting paid? And it's like, well, I get paid. I just don't get a check from the promoter to win and show and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a totally different thing. But yeah. like, sponsorship. If you can't figure out sponsorship, I feel bad for people because there's money out there if you want it, man. Like, Big time. I'm yeah. getting paid. But at the same time, I leave with content, which to me is you can't put value, like a dollar value on the content that we walk away with. And that's something somebody will have for the rest of their life. Like, uh, yeah. I don't mean to keep bringing his name up, but uh, Aaron Van Tassel, he got that armbar, or he got the finish on his first fight. Literally, the first time he ever walked in a cage, he's got yeah. a highlight reel now that he can take with him for the rest was, of his life. Like, yeah. that's look what I did the first time I walked in the cage, and he can build on that because this is the future of fighting. It's all, accessibility, is
0: no the question.
1: Like, no question. People will root for the fighter that they know, kind of a thing, not just yeah. some random dude that shows up and says, I want to be the best in the world. Well, what are you doing to get there? Like, people are willing to watch me work out for th- an hour and a half straight you know what i mean like that blows my mind and there's kids that want to take selfies with me because i'll take my old ass to the gym and work out for three hours straight yeah. like that yeah it's true man it's but like, you got to put yourself out there and back the promotion and it's all a big uh big system yeah you're right man it is it's it's like it, john said that the other day it's like a big money making machine that doesn't make money you know, he's got to be making money somewhere off of it. I just don't, I haven't met the fella yet. Yeah, but, yeah
0: exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. we have, we've met him. We've met him. Oh yeah. Uh, I've but, met a couple of
1: them, but they don't, yeah. We'll That's get there,
0: product. buddy. You know, again, it's uh it's, it's a work in progress, man. And, and COVID hasn't been nice to anybody. So we'll get there, man. And, and having that one event, that was the big reason we pushed forward in that event. If we had to pull that event, uh, if we had backed out of that event, that would have been really bad. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about why, how we were angry and we need an opportunity to do an event and and it was important that we did it for the athletes. And we, again, together pulled it off and, uh, four events during COVID, no exposures, no cases and and for hell, amazing events.
1: Nobody can shit on that, man. That's that track record is yeah, no commission worth talking to would have a problem commissioning a fight for FLA in my opinion no question our track record should uh should supersede their medical opinions
0: yeah yeah well that's uh you know we'll, we'll that's go, a different we'll, podcast that, too that that definitely is good so uh we'll see and hopefully things are going to be turned positive in the future that's the the whole idea is to be you know positive man we want events we want great events we want the sport out there for everybody like you said accessibility um you know i i truly believe and i could be wrong but I truly uh, believe that the sport is changing very quickly in a a number of different ways. And, and people going to large events is changing very quickly too. And, and things, things are, but we're, we're, we're adapting, we're pivoting daily almost behind the scenes to kind of keep up with all this stuff and and stay ahead of the game. So big things uh, from Rob Logan, big things from Fight League Atlantic in 2022, super excited. And uh, as if anybody wasn't uh, around earlier, March 5th, FLA three, and then uh, April 30th, FLA 4, which will both be Pro-Am events. Uh,
1: Final shout-outs, Mr. Logan. Big one to you and uh, John, to be honest. FLA for putting that fight on and for uh, giving the athletes uh, an outlet, not just during COVID, but altogether. Like, you guys knocked it out of the park with that show, and – we should have packed the house. I understand the circumstances with COVID sure, and the circuit yeah. breakers and all that nonsense came along, but that was the highest quality show bar none that's yeah. happened in the Maritimes. It was better than the first one. And I'm assuming the next one will be better. Yeah. And it's just, you guys knocked it out of the park. You gave us a professional well, I'm amateur, but a professional atmosphere to, sure. to fight in a safe place to fight uh you guys the way you handled the COVID restrictions i that was the safest i felt in moncton was i was in (laughs) the actually with people worried about masks and stuff and uh and yeah the commission uh denny and the crew at the new brunswick commission i want to give them a shout out for stepping up because they went above and beyond what they needed to do Uh, the sponsors that stuck with you guys and with the fighters to help us make the fight happen in a different location i know sometimes with their advertising, it's better to advertise in one place than another, but people yeah. stuck with us regardless. And yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a million people to thank, but the ones that made the show happen uh, uh, Jessica Woodworth and Mike Conway yeah. that were helping us, the fighters, get things put together like literally the guys that built the cage mm-hmm. and brought that show to New Brunswick and let it happen. All you guys, that's who I want to send a big shout out to. Thank you. Because that man. was without you guys, I was ready to quit.
0: <laughs> well, it's you and I've had many messages back and forth, like cursing and swearing about random shit, because you know it's it's frustrating. It's a very frustrating thing. And you you know, like you know how many moving parts this is. This is not like you look at other promotions, they have a list of 15, 20 people, like director of operations, blah, 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 But it's it's literally John and I and Danny and a few other people that and and then all the, it kind of goes down from there and it's, it's it doesn't crazy. show. It no, you would no, think you, no, would think you
1: guys had a, a fucking board table full of people ahead of time that were all getting their jobs lined up and uh, signed and everything. Like the the how that's how smooth that went, the pay-per-view, the production values. I've had so many people tell me like that pay-per-view looks like a like a Bellator or UFC awesome, pay-per-view yeah. event. And that's like you can't tell the difference between what you guys are putting out in the highest level promotions. Yeah
0: but that's not not only the production the quality of the fights too right like that's again it says like people are watching bellator or whatever it's like oh man this is like everything everything has to kind of jive together you know
1: and it's right away i find it's a good it, deal yeah. for us fighters i think and it's if people get on board with back in the promotion and if you're not on the card back in anyway like that's fla's yeah. the brand that we're fighting for like back the brand yeah, that's
0: one thing that uh, I, I I do notice a lot. It's, it's the people that don't necessarily support it, and then they're the, hey, man, I want to fight. It's like, well, you know. Why? Up here. Like, why do you need, like, as opposed to the people over here that have been working their ass up to promote and work together? They're up but at the front if, of the line.
1: If you're giving me your resume of what I can offer for the promotion, what is it? Like, you don't you don't back events. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, I see people all the time not, in your events but in all different kinds of events like when they're on the card they're all in this is a big deal that you guys should watch this crickets the rest of the time they don't support the local scene and it's like well the local scene is that's your support group man so it's the more you can push the events the more the events can push you in return and I don't know. It's a no brainer for me, man. Like, I guess I'm beating a dead horse on this one, but it's just, I think big time, but it's true.
0: Like you, again, you and I spoke about this before, but it's, it's funny. It takes all kinds in this world. And and it's amazing, man. Like how, like, yeah, some people like that's a, that's an old thing that people talk about in teams and teams, you know, like some people like they, when it comes to their fight, they're gone. It's just, it's, it's weird, man. It's a weird sport that way, but you're, you're doing an incredible job, man. You should, you're, you're we're big fans on this and lots of respect and love for you and uh you know a big future for you and fla man so we appreciate you buddy and everything you've done for us and nothing but love pal thank you
1: sir thanks for having me brother
0: yes sir man it's uh we went a little bit overtime, but uh, i appreciate you sticking around before you take off the train so uh Real. again man <laughs> thanks a lot
1: I said I forgot all about that. I just looked at the clock. I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna get my backpack." But
0: okay, buddy. Well, thanks again. Have a great night. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Say hi to the boys for me. Hundred
1: percent. Will do. Okay.
0: Ciao. Bye. Rob Logan, uh, Fight League Atlantic, uh, super great performance. Come uh, coming off Fight League Atlantic too. Check out both of his past performances on our YouTube page. Make sure you check it out. Subscribe, like, share it, and uh, yeah, support local. Uh, coming up uh, in the next week or so, we got a big holiday sale coming out, folks. T shirts, hoodies. Zip-up hoodies, uh, hats, toques, winter toques, new winter toques that will be the dual layer to keep your noggin warm during the holiday months. Uh, Some gloves. We're working on gloves and boxing gloves and all that kind of fun stuff coming out in the new year, too. So uh, get out there. Check out FightLeagueAtlantic.com. All right, folks. uh, We will be dropping athletes December 6th. Tickets will go on sale, and we will start to drop athletes for the Fight League Atlantic Submission Kuhinti taking place on January 22nd. Big start to the new year. We will see you on this weekend. We have Thomas Johnson Jr. and uh, a couple other folks coming on the podcast. We'll see you then. Lots of love.
1: nation, no debating, crown me king, I'm tired of waiting, yeah. people champ, I gotta face it, you disgracing, people sense it, that you're faking, right. I'm the lord, I'm Michael Satan, with the flow and take him out, annihilate him, yeah. no mistaking, new sensation, hood Pope, pulling up the ruling nation, get uh. your right, hands up!